Welcome to the Science Brief. Join us in the briefing room, where we'll investigate the wonders of the scientific world. It's your host, Mariam and Vanessa, and today we are investigating what killed the dinosaurs. You are not going to believe this. We found the remains of this um, lizard, big ones, in the drum heller. Um, you're going to try, you're trying to ID them and find the time and cause of death. I think we most probably are dealing with a serial killer. A serial killer? What do you mean? How many victims do we have? Well, at this point, other than Drum Haller, uh, our colleagues found uh, remains of bones of different um, uh, species around the world. So that takes us to think we might have a serial killer. Okay, so let's just start with time of death. Do you know that? Okay, based on our forensic data, some of them, um, time of death goes back to 66 million years ago. But um, what makes this case phenomenal is that it seems they all died in a short span of time meaning something or someone wanted to get rid of all of our victims in a short span of time. It looks like a mass murderer. Holy, okay. So short period of time, we have some sort of mass murderer on the loose. Do we know the cause of death, like how they died? Well, it gets more interesting. Some of the victims were found in the death post with the neck bending backward and the mouth wide open. It looks like the victim was drowned. Other, were, other victims were found burned or poisoned. Wow, so various causes of death all over the world, right? Yes. Okay, so do you have an ID on them? Well, to ID them, we had to dig deep into their evolution. Fortunately, we found this primitive reptile known as archosaurs. It looks like archosaurs are our victim ancestors they were smaller, but during evolution that took millions of years, they eventually uh, evolved to look like our victims. Only thing I can say is that some of them look terribly scary. Hmm, okay. How about we call them something like dinosaurs? Because dino means terrible in Greek, and saurus is lizard in Greek. So let's call these victims dinosaurs. Does that work for you? Oh, I like dinosaurs. Okay, perfect. Okay, so I know that dinosaurs appeared approximately 230 million years ago, and they lived in the Triassic, Jurassic, and Cretaceous periods. So what happened after that? Where did they go? First, we should know that they survived a major extinction event 201 million years ago, and after that, they became a dominant race on the planet. I guess what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But then they disappeared in a short period of time from the face of the Earth. So was it a mass extinction event maybe that killed them? Well, that's one of our suspects. So let's look at the evidence. So what is our evidence that it was a major extinction? Well, when we go back to 66 million years ago, right at Cretaceous tertiary boundary, we realized that over 70% of species have disappeared, which is pretty good evidence for a mass extinction. 
because uh, only mass extinction could get rid of 70% of all species. Okay, then our geologist expert um, realized a thin clay layer of deposit that uh, separated Cretaceous uh, and tertiary eras. They also noticed dramatic changes in the type of fossil timed exactly 66 million years ago. And then they called this um, layer the KT boundary. More interesting, when they look at that boundary, they found out that the dinosaur fossils was found before that um, clay layer, not after that clay layer, which shows somehow they disappeared from the earth. Okay, so we have a cause of death, but I think we need to figure out a motive. What was the motive of our suspects? Um, I think we got to start with some history here about dinosaurs. So, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, okay, so I'll take us through a little bit of history to understand kind of the lifeline of the dinosaur era. Basically, the Earth was inhabited by dinosaurs for at least 230 million years. And this was known as the Triassic period. So that was from 252 to 201 million years ago. And they roamed the supercontinent of Pangaea. So, you know, when the earth was, when the land was all together as one. And we have dinosaur fossils that age all the way back till 231 million years ago. And actually the oldest dinosaur fossil found was in Northwestern Argentina. So as of 2001, there are about 1,545 species of dinosaurs that have been identified. Wow. So a lot, yeah. About 50 previously unknown species are described each year. So we're still, Oof. as the archaeologists and all the scientists are out there, they're still discovering new species. So there were dominant on the earth. So that's a good motive for someone to want to get rid of them. Um, can you tell me about their characteristic a little bit? Yeah, so some of them were herbivores, some of them were carnivores. And according to research done on their growth rate, uh, they're thought to be warm-blooded. And this is advantageous because they can operate kind of 24-7 and they're more active regardless of the environment they live in. So that was kind of an advantage for them too. They were pretty powerful and, uh, like you said, the dominant species. So... I think that's the motive, like somebody or one of our suspects wanted to get rid of them. Okay, it seems we have a motive. Um, so what are our suspects? Well, for over a century, paleontologists have been puzzled over what actually killed the dinosaurs and caused this mass extinction. So I'm going to go through a few suspects, but they're most likely not true because they've been disproven. But let's go through a couple of them. So first we have the overreactive glands. So there was this Hungarian aristocrat, but his theory was in the 20th century. And he suggested that a shortage of food um, caused a diminished sex drive. And this contributed to why dinosaurs died. But his favorite theory was also the death by overactive glands. He believed that they, the dinosaurs grew so big that uh, due to their uh, pituitary gland that eventually they were too big to sustain themselves so they kind of just died out because they were too big because of their overactive glands uh, I think it doesn't make sense because it means there weren't any small dinosaur although dinosaurs were big 
Yeah, that's one reason for sure that this one doesn't check out. But also there's no evidence that their pituitary gland had anything to do with their big size. So this one is not a suspect. So what else do you have? So the next theory was also in the early 20th century in 1925 by another um, paleontologist. And he argued that dinosaurs ate themselves into extinction. So this one's called the eating eggs theory. And what he said is that, um, yeah, they just ate their eggs and there was no more baby dinosaurs. It can't happen all over the planet, though. Well, actually, yeah, there's no evidence that shows that any of the dinosaurs anywhere on Earth ate their eggs at a rate that would cause a mass extinction. So another one that is most likely not a suspect. Okay, so um, so we don't we disprove two suspects. Do we have more? Yeah, so in 1979, actually, there was a paper where the researchers reported fossilized dinosaur eggshell fragments that were um, what they call pathological shells. Some had multiple shell layers, others were really thin. So they are saying that the eggs became uninhabitable and the dinosaurs started dying because they wouldn't hatch. Oh, so they couldn't get out. Oh. Yeah. So they couldn't find a way out of the egg and then all the babies died? Yeah, they wouldn't even hatch and then this caused no more dinosaurs. But the thing about this one is it doesn't fit all around the globe. So what the scientist saw in his area, um, could have, something could have been happening to those egg shells, but there was no deformed eggs shells all over the world. So Okay, okay. Yeah, this this suspect also is not the case. Oh, wow. Seems we need more suspect. We also have to consider the sun as our suspect because it was suggested that the heat of the sun during that era uh, caused cataract in dinosaurs and the dinosaur went blind before they get to the sexual maturity. Um, but this um, suspect comes with some shortcomings because... Um, in that case, natural selection would have um, come with a solution, not extinction. And we have not found any evidence to prove that this suspect actually caused the extinction. Yeah, good point. So, okay, we've had a few suspects and kind of crossed them all off. Are there any other ones you can think of? Actually, we have two plausible suspects. Sweet. Let's investigate the evidence for these two. Our first suspect is the massive volcanic range located in India called the Deccan Traps. Around 66 million years ago, it was suggested that massive eruptions were happening in these volcanoes, and that caused um, the release of carbon dioxide to the atmosphere, and eventually that carbon dioxide caused global warming, Uh, And that global warming led to the extinction of dinosaurs. Okay, so is there any evidence to actually pin the extinction on these volcanic eruptions? So there's evidence that's showing that during that time, biodiversity was in decline, meaning something started hunting down all the species of the planet. Okay, but I also saw data that revealed um, that most likely the Deccan Traps contributed to a temperature increase of only around 3 degrees Celsius. So even though that is significant, it most likely wasn't going to create this fifth mass extinction event, right? 
Right, so I think we have to rule out the volcanoes and go to our last suspect. It's frustrating because this is our last suspect, so we, we better find some evidence for the mass extinction. Yeah, so there's a lot of evidence to date. It's kind of the one that's the most um, accepted theory right now about the mass extinction. And uh, do you know what it could be? You are not going to talk about aliens, right? No, aliens is a kind of crazy theory that some people threw out there back in the day. But no, this one is actually um, something really big that hit the Earth. It's an asteroid. So an asteroid is a small celestial body. It orbits the sun along with other objects, so along with the planets. But unlike planets, asteroids can be smaller, with only a handful of them reaching really, really big sizes. Okay, let's go back to 66 million years ago and reconstruct the crime scene. Let's do it. So it's a nice sunny day. The dinosaurs are eating some plants. Some are chasing each other around. And... All of a sudden, they see this big flash in the sky and then a huge impact, really, really big impact. And that's the asteroid. So what happens is this huge asteroid the size of Boston wow. um, hits the Earth and it actually hits it in the Gulf, uh, the, off the coast of Mexico. And it creates this huge crater. And the crater is bigger than the asteroid because of the speed that the crater was traveling at. So this huge asteroid hits the earth in the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah, it's actually an impact site known as the Chicxulub Crater, and it's centered in the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico. And we have really good evidence because we identified this crater, but it's now mostly buried in the seafloor, actually. Uh, but the cool thing is, and why we have really good evidence that it caused this mass, or this mass crater happened during the dinosaur era is because we can age it to the exact same time of that mass extinction 66 million years ago. But you say the crater hit in Mexico, how it killed all the dinosaurs all around the world. Right, good question. So what happened after the asteroid made the impact is that it threw a huge amount of debris into the air and what this caused was, um, although it didn't completely block the sun, all this debris turned into soot and it traveled around the world. And there was a big reduction in the amount of light that reached the Earth's surface. So it had an impact on growth because the proper amount of sun wasn't getting to the Earth. Another big thing is that it caused these um, kind of tidal waves that hit all different continents and, and caused pretty much a change in climate that kind of devastated all life on Earth. So basically, lots of aftermath happens uh, after asteroid hit the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like this domino effect, and it trailed up all the way through the food chain, ca causing ecosystems to collapse. So the reduction in plant life, because no more sun, because of the debris, caused a huge impact on herbivores being able to find food. Uh, they weren't able to eat, therefore they couldn't survive. And in turn, that meant that the carnivores had less food because there was less herbivores. So uh, breeding seasons were also affected. They were much shorter, much harsher. And basically all living things in the ocean or land all over the earth were affected. Even though there is a lot of discussion over the actual mechanism of how they died and also the time period, like how long it actually took for all of this to happen, that's still unknown. And research and fossils are helping us answer those questions. 
And actually, to tie in our other suspect, the volcanoes, um, you, a lot of the changes in the Earth were happening before the asteroid even hit. So you're right, the evidence of the volcanic activity was already an issue for changing climates on Earth. And then there was like long-term changes with the continents drifting and splitting apart. This created bigger oceans, changing the ocean atmosphere, having a big effect on vegetation. So all of this combined is what led to the extinction. Okay, it looks like it's a collaborative murder, uh, which asteroid has a very big impact, and volcanoes was changing the um, climate. Yes, on Earth. Yeah, yeah. and yes. also declining diversity. So all of this affected the food chain. The thing about this suspect is new research is always happening. Um, there's always new dinosaur fossil discoveries, and they might challenge our previous understanding of what happened to the dinosaurs. So, for example, in 2021, there was some research published um, in a really good journal, Nature Communications, that talks about this decline actually happened over many millions of years. So before the asteroid even hit, 10 million years before that, the dinosaurs were actually on decline. So as you were saying, it's like a bunch of things that came together and eventually the dinosaurs went extinct. So as we discover more fossils and uh, look into the history, maybe we'll get more answers and a more conclusive reason of who killed the dinosaurs. Okay, that means we still have to keep looking. Yes, keep digging and keep looking. You mean none of the dinosaurs survived from the asteroid hit? Well, actually, there are some descendants of dinosaurs that we have here in present day. One of them is the chicken. And in fact, um, many birds are commonly thought to be the only animals around today that are direct descendants of the dinosaur. So chickens are thought to share some DNA with dinosaurs. And dinosaurs are reptiles. So they're related to other reptiles, such as turtles, crocodiles, and snakes. Although they split off, really early on, uh, dinosaurs and these animals share some common ancestors. Modern crocodiles and alligators are actually almost unchanged from their ancient ancestors of the Cretaceous period. That's cool. And lastly, another one are sharks. The earliest sharks emerged about 450 million years ago, with modern sharks arriving about 100 million years ago. So today's sharks are descendants of their relatives who swam alongside dinosaurs um, a long time ago. So it seems that we cannot close this case at this point, and we have to keep looking for the evidence. But it sounds sad, um, but we are, we are as mammals here only because dinosaur died. Uh, otherwise, we wouldn't have uh, evolved. So I don't know. Um, but now I am scared for my life. Can this happen again? Well, asteroids are always circling the sun and coming towards the Earth. So they do enter our atmosphere. Although to cause some form of destruction, they do need to be pretty big. And uh, there's two kind of recent events that happened. So one was in 2013, so pretty recent. And that was in Russia. Um, but the thing is, it exploded while it was still in the air. Okay. And this is what released all that energy. So um, basically, because it, it, did, it did not hit the air before the explosion. Yeah, so it didn't cause direct impact and, mm -hmm. and all that damage. But it still created a pretty intense shockwave 
that injured about 1,500 people and damaged 7,000 buildings across six cities. Wow. Yeah, so it can still cause damage, um, as we saw in 2013. And there was another event in 1908, actually. And this one, the explosion is estimated to be a thousand times more powerful than the explosion of the atomic bomb at Hiroshima. Yeah, so pretty strong. And uh, this one, the good thing is that it hit in an area where there weren't a lot of people. So it's not thought that there's no evidence that anybody died because of this impact. So uh, what I take from this is it's kind of important when where the asteroid hits. Yes, if we think about the one that um, hit when the dinosaurs were were around, if it had fallen just a few minutes later, the asteroid would have landed in deeper water, causing less rock to vaporize and rise up to our atmosphere and block out the sun's light. So this could have caused less extinction and and less damage if it would have hit. And the dinosaur could have survived, maybe. Yeah, so they were unlucky by a couple of minutes, basically. Okay. With all you said, what if a big asteroid, as big as the one hit there during the dinosaur time, or even bigger, hit the planet again? Yeah, good point. And space agencies around the world are thinking about this too, and they're monitoring for potential impacts and researching ways that they could stop them. So a great example that's actually just happening right now is NASA's DART mission. So that's the double asteroid redirection test. Oh, wow. And yeah, this is the world's first full-scale mission to test technology for defending Earth against any potential incoming hazard, so something like an asteroid. And this actually was launched on Wednesday, November 24th, 2021, um, on a SpaceX Falcon rocket in California. So right now they're currently testing how they can deal with the impact. So the asteroid they're testing on isn't a threat, but they're just testing their technology. So basically they are fighting the asteroid. Yeah, exactly. What the goal of this launch or the DART mission is, it's a method of possibly stopping the impact of an asteroid asteroid through the use of deflection. So this means launching something that will hit it and then slightly alter its path. So it will no longer hit Earth and kind of go in a different direction. So think about it as if um, we're kind of punching the asteroid away from Earth and then it wouldn't hit us and cause any damage. So it's like bocce ball. So we hit the asteroid and redirect the um, asteroid. Yeah, kind of like redirecting it to get out of the Earth's Planet path. Yeah, 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 yeah. So although asteroids could pose a threat, Thanks to all our technology, we have and are figuring out ways to stop it before it, you know, causes a big impact on Earth. Okay, so now I'm more hopeful that we don't go extinct. Well, let's just hope that 66 million years from now, someone's not trying to solve our extinction case. You've been briefed. Be sure to come back to the briefing room for more. Follow us on Instagram at The Science Brief.